yeah. Okay, dude. We freaking made it. This is the first podcast that All Gear No Game has done in 2024. Mm-hmm. No UFC, just because yeah, there's no. been a huge break, but UFC's mm-hmm. ramping up. But I think the one thing that takes precedent overall is who's, yes. who's Sheridan? Who's Sheridan? The San Francisco 49ers <laughs> in the NFL, go. dude. Let's absolutely get after it. Finally, yeah. the one seed this season mm-hmm. was not flawless by any means. Mm-hmm. No, not but at all. I think that we could honestly take this opportunity right now before we get into this crazy playoff bracket to just kind of reflect on the season. Mm-hmm. Jared, take me through some of the ups and downs. And mm-hmm. if there was ever any doubt in your mind that uh, mm-hmm. we could get to this point, which is the one seed, which is wild yeah. to think about it. Yeah, well, there was definitely a lot of doubts in my mind for a certain three-game period of the season where Brock was looking really, really bad. But then he turned it around. You know, he had the f- first five-game stretch, which is very up. Mm-hmm. Beat the Cowboys. That was amazing to see. That was a great game. We watched it together. That was awesome. Yes. And then and then after that three-game stretch really was, like, painful to see because it, it seemed like they just, like, were getting outplayed, like, every game. And it was – and. I get I get the Browns game. That one was like he we lost on a um, field goal, and yeah. that was heartbreaking. But then like the Vikings game and then the Bengals game, we just seemed like there's so many errors that are getting made and things like that that really put a doubt in my mind. But then we turned it around, yeah. And it really solidified my belief in us was the uh, Philadelphia Eagles game where we just stomped them and destroyed them. That was that was awesome to see because <laughs> they just they just they just like yeah ran icy there in the first quarter. Yeah, the first quarter was sad. It was like six to zero, and I was like, "Dude, the Eagles are kind of good." All of a sudden, then no, 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 no. Out, they were they were putting things in place, and then it just came out of nowhere, and they just steamrolled them. Dude, yeah, that was awesome. Fun fact. Yeah. Every primetime game we watched together, we absolutely yeah. dismantled. So we have to so carry we, that streak on for the faithful fan base because yeah, we have we to. Yeah, yeah, we're screwed. Yeah, it's on us, dude. It's on us this year for the Super Bowl. Also, Oops, dude. We, yeah. no, because literally, okay, what is it? We didn't yeah. watch the Thursday games don't count. The Thanksgiving game, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're going to beat the Seahawks anyway just because we have a better football yeah. team. But mm-hmm. you lose to Kirk Cousins and on Christmas, obviously, mm-hmm. beat down, which feels like more of a beat down than the score actually like kind of resembled. But like, mm-hmm. we didn't watch those games together. So that's on us. Yeah. Guys. That's on Yeah, that us. definitely was. That's my bad. My bad. We should have been there together. I do that's and watch those saying. games because yeah that's yeah that Christmas game was pretty tough down. to watch yeah you should have yeah Christmas what game do you was think very loss was the most painful mm. I'd probably just say the Christmas loss for sure because that was like a hyped up game like I think the other three losses weren't really that hyped up they're just kind of like a normal game throughout the year um but then the Niners just getting dismantled and also it just really seemed like they didn't put their best foot forward from the get-go in like these games it was like just kind of a weird like like why why did they change up all these things like their game plan like they did like a really heavy passing like game plan this like that game and it was kind of really weird like as to why they did that against a team that's really good at pass defense yeah but not as good as the at run defense because we saw when they gave the ball to McCaffrey and all that he would just tear him up and run like he got that one drive he got like 70 of the yards was just on him running the ball yep so it was like why didn't he just keep doing that so yeah it's weird when you run to the left side. It almost seems like you get positive yardage every. Yeah, it's time. almost like you have an all-pro, you know, tackle right there. But yeah. Um, what? Obviously, everybody would absolutely kill to be in our position with mm-hmm. our roster, but yeah, our team does not 
not have flaws for sure. So like oh, what things concern yeah. us most going into the uh, postseason? Yeah, I I think my main concern here is with a certain rookie kicker that oh, is kind shit. of atrocious. Yeah, yes. special teams in Jake, general, bro. Yeah, special teams in general, but Jake Moody especially because he really just like every time it's like a kick that somewhat can like uh like have an outcome on the game, he will seem to miss that. And so, like last week, it was a kind of it was a meaningless game, and like it didn't matter too much. But like the kicks, if he made those too, we would have won the game. Like the game would have been. He would have won 24 to 21. Yep. But we did, he missed those and we didn't get that. So that was kind of painful to see. I, but, I, and yeah. The, yeah. And also I that really, Browns game is just atrocious to remember. Like that yep. was like, yeah, everyone says Brock's not clutch, can't lead him back into like to win the game. But then no, he no. led he led them back there to yeah. kick an easy field goal and then Jake Moody missed it. Yeah. But and what, also, what was, things, yeah. also, things people don't talk about is um, Brock Purdy mm-hmm. having. Probably his worst game since that Browns game, or mm-hmm. actually the Vikings game. I mm-hmm. guess those were those were all back to back. But like the fact that he threw a terrible interception, Joe Burrow throws a dot to the corner of the end zone, and mm-hmm. then homie comes back and starts running around the ball yard and swings mm-hmm. it back across the field and takes us down yeah. to get a touchdown to mm-hmm. get us. What was did it, did, it, did that get us back within seven? No, that uh, yeah, yeah, that might have yeah get us back within seven, but then our defense couldn't get a stop. But like. Mm-hmm. Brock finds a way to keep us in games. And mm-hmm. so I think he doesn't yeah. get enough credit for that. Like we always are in a position to win, even when it's not bad. I know that we haven't like been able to find a way to cap mm-hmm. off uh, like a sick comeback yet. But mm-hmm. I think that we are, we can obviously do it, bro. Like mm-hmm. it all only takes a couple plays, one crazy yeah. Debo screen, one slant, one slip screen. And it, mm-hmm. I feel like we'll be fine. But, I think that Brock has done a better job than like the media obviously give him credit for in terms of trying to come back and keep us in games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm definitely confident in Brock Purdy, I think, through the playoffs, at least through the NFC side of the playoffs for sure. So I don't think he's going to be a problem there. Um, I just feel like I have really big concerns with the um, with the kicker. And then also like the run defense kind of seems to get gashed kind of frequently. I think also that's a product of also not having Eric Armstead who really, really? does help out the um, – about the run defense he's really big and he can like cover up multiple gaps and stuff like that so yeah i think that's a very big component to our problems that with the run so far but, yeah. yeah um because james connor i mean james mm-hmm. connor is going to do james connor things but like mm-hmm. he kind of sliced and diced us and then also lamar hurt us by extending plays mm-hmm. and also the, yeah. the commanders yeah. they're little yeah, i was gonna say that that was probably the biggest disappointing of the disappointment I saw from the run defense because it was like, dude, this is like the Washington commanders, bro. They're like out of the playoffs. And I know you like Brian, you you like Antonio Gibson a lot, but (laughs) I'm not that big on him and like how he was able to like torch him and Brian Robinson are, I think pretty mediocre running backs were able to absolutely torch the Niners run defense for a good bit. That was kind of concerning to see. They're like Jeff Wilson level. Mm -hmm. I think crazy, but like solid backs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're very like mid-tier running backs in the NFL, and he and they were just torching. And I was like, "How, dude? Like they're not that good." And they just kept running. And the, also, the Washington offensive line is not good. So I was like, "How are you like getting these big gains on the Niners?" So yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I think that it's gonna be all right, but mm-hmm. the layoff sometime concerns me because it seems mm-hmm. like Kyle gets in this little like. 
zone where he starts to like try to play play like feel things out like in the eagle mm-hmm. game it's like dude you can't bank on fucking scoring five touchdowns in a row sometimes mm-hmm. and yeah. like have it you can't afford to just have a quarter off against the team mm-hmm. like maybe the rams or some rando is coming off a sick dub and their morale is high you know what i'm saying like we can't mm-hmm. afford to waste 15 minutes of football that's what i'm mm-hmm. most concerned about you know for sure i definitely think he needs to be dialed in from the get-go in a lot of these games and then that way they don't have to like either fall behind or you know keep another team in it for a little bit and then that can lead to other problems so it's just like if you can just be able to scheme it up and play how you normally do which works like every time mm-hmm. then i think you'll be fine so yeah just rely on the run game and then you play action it's like the easiest thing ever for them yeah. so what um two things that mm-hmm. i need you to discuss is yeah evolution of trust in brock mm-hmm. purdy yeah and also as of late what are your trust levels in sammy d sammy d oh yeah my trust level sammy, <laughs> yeah my trust level with sammy d is probably a one out of ten no, I, no outside outside uh, the red zone sam darnold oh it's two out of ten <laughs> okay okay <laughs> But yeah, inside the red zone is one because like he doesn't do anything in the red zone. It's like, what are you doing? Bro? His brain not... freezes. It absolutely freezes. Yeah, I, I don't get guy, it. But it, he just doesn't mm-hmm. do anything, bro. It's like you are athletic. Yeah. Fucking take off. Yeah, I know. It's take not that off, hard. Dude. Yeah. I don't. He just stands there and he's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And it's like, bro, just throw the ball or run. Like you can do that. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. It, and it's just horrible. He. There were lanes to run. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're fast, dude. You probably yeah. run like a four seven. It's like, get out yeah. of there. I know. France yeah. into the end zone, my guy. Yeah, and there's just atrocious to see. But yeah, I think the yeah, I think yeah, I have probably very low um, low trust in him. But I mean, to be fair, I guess you he think wasn't we could playing. win a game though. Yeah, we could. I think I think we could win a game with him, yeah. especially since that last game he didn't have like the starting uh, talent around him. Mm-hmm. So I think How if he had catch that, the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was also rah, a couple rah. things with like, yeah, Ray Ray and um that Conley guy. Chris is it Chris Conley. Yeah. Yeah. He just was like atrocious. Like they had two great throws by Sam Darnold, and it's like you can't afford to get that when he actually throws a good ball. You can't afford to drop it. And like that Conley one, that one was bad. And then the Ray Ray McLeod one, that was also bad. It was like that would have been like a thirty yard gain right there, and it could have up this out but then also then sam donald just fumbles the ball without like even getting touched bro he just like pops out of his hand it's like how are you doing that that's but, what i'm saying dude it's mm-hmm. like i thought i i genuinely thought for a moment though it's all meant to be killing this mm-hmm. is all meant to be because we give up the touchdown make carson wins look like mvp carson wins and then mm-hmm. it's all set up to get jake moody the confidence back made him kick him like a make him kick like a 50 yarder Mm-hmm. game winner that would have been sick but then it didn't work out like that you know yeah i think yeah i think it's a solid thing where it's like when carson Wentz starts a game he's like 4-0 against the niners which is weird yeah to see but yeah but yeah i, I do i definitely trust brock pretty way more i'd give him probably like a 8.5 out of 10 on the trust level because he 99 percent of the time he plays fantastic but then there's like the one percent of the time where he had like the four pick game against the ravens it kind of seems like if you have a really good defense, it's like kind of, he like kind of crumbles under that, and he doesn't like take his as many checkdowns or like easy throws as he can, and tries to like force it to like you know make himself look like really you know like the game changer he is. 
and he is a game chain. Like he's he's definitely a game manager, but he needs to like when the time things are going rough, he needs to like chill out and rely on like the talent around him to help him out. So same yeah. same same goes for Kyle. He yeah. hit the ball off a couple times. I know. Against it's the Ravens. It, we should yeah. have scored on that opening drive or whatever the hell. Yeah, I know. And then Brock and then, gets a little yeah. too overstim and then yeah. throws it right into Kyle's hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, that's the thing. It's like yeah, when he, he decides to like to try to like force things when like the, the um defenses are really good and it's like, no, you can just take the easy easy plays and like you'll it'll be fine. Like you can just like like that's the time it's okay for Brock to be a dink and dunk quarterback. Like mm-hmm. and then and once he's if he dink and dunk enough, then sometimes the deep things the throws will be open because the will pl- like play up on you and then it's like easy to throw it over the top. But he thinks it's like okay to throw over the top like all the time, especially when you're playing with the number one pass defense in the NFL. And it's like, no, no. I'm pretty sure Marlon Humphrey can, you know, make a play on that ball. So yeah, Marlon Humphrey can basically do everything on the football field except tackle Debo. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just like if he can chill out and you know take take the easy things throughout the um throughout the day uh, throughout the game, then it'll be fine. So yeah, <laughs> throughout the day. Okay, the day. I didn't realize. I thought it was just. I thought just me and you. It was like free for however long. But I guess there's a 10, 40 minute cap. So what you okay. want to talk about? Um our MVP odds and then I'll start a new one and then we'll just get into our playoff bracket. Sure. Sure. That sounds okay. good to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my MVP odds, I, well, I mean, just like I, there's, there's not a lot of like debate on who the MVP is going to be. It's obviously going to be Lamar Jackson. And that goes back to your point is that it sucks so bad that Brock's mm-hmm. amazing season comes mm-hmm. down to, like all of it just came down to one game which i feel like is so rare in terms of mm-hmm. like if an mvp has one bad game it usually doesn't derail their season but like since it was not that great of a quarterbacking year this year lamar's mm-hmm. gonna get it and it doesn't help that you throw four picks but like mm-hmm. i think lamar's gonna get that but in terms of offensive player of the year i see posts that it's like tyreek hill dude but it's like come mm-hmm. on come on mm-hmm. yeah no, that's true i think yeah, I think it was really unfortunate that he had that one bad game, especially against um especially against the uh Ravens, who was also the other MVP candidate there, because Lamar def- definitely has had a sub standard like statistic season this year. And so if as if he can like and if he wins the MVP, it's kind of a really like I think he shouldn't he doesn't deserve the MVP. Like sure he has like worse talent around him, but he had, still doesn't put up like anything crazy in statistics at all. So it's yeah. like the year he had, he played when he won the MVP last time. He had a crazy, like, crazy year statistically, and that, like, and this year, if he wins it now, he's like a very, he's like the what, like the fifth quarterback, or not even that. He's like, I don't know if he's top ten in passing touchdowns this year, but um, so it's kind of like, um, unfortunate that he might get it. I think it should be Christian McCaffrey, in all honesty, but um. I yeah, because I don't think Tyreek deserves it. He has, kind of didn't really play too well no. after he rolled his ankle. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then also I'm seeing like now like Josh Allen's one of the top ones, and I'm like, dude, Josh Allen has like been turning over the ball over all the time. So even their wins, bro. He's still yeah. throwing like two picks, and like the reason that the games are so close. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in, it's like he doesn't deserve. It. And then Dak Prescott, like, don't even get me started with Dak. Like he just is like he is not good. Like he plays against. 
He just like he has crazy numbers against really really bad teams, and then against good teams, he doesn't have good numbers. And it's like, dude, I kind of I think I saw a post. I can't tell if it was a joke or not, but like someone said like how good Dak actually is, and then it was a picture of Joe Burrow, and then it's like how the media portrays him, and it's like Mac Jones. I'm like, yeah. Joe and Dak aren't on the same level, dude. Yeah, we I watch know, yeah, with our own eyes. Joe Burrow, yeah. dot us up. Dak uh-huh. hasn't done that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Dak crumbles against the um, against the Niners' defense every single time they play. Like he turns the ball over many, many times. It's just like, dude, like he's not that good. Like, no. but the yeah, yeah. I looked it up, and Lamar's eleventh in the passing touchdowns this year. So it's like you're not even. Like he's not even top ten in that. So how how is he <laughs> gonna, gonna say he's not even good, bro? <laughs> well, it's like it's like how is he not how is he not even like how is he the MVP candidate for throwing twenty four touchdowns and seven picks? And then I mean I don't know what his rushing statistics are, but it's just like probably not that good either. I didn't even know. Yeah, he has, broke a record. Yeah, I don't know what, what what record was that that he broke. It was like the first guy to get through five seasons. It was like. 4,000 yards and then 1,000 rushing yards or something weird like that. Okay. Like he's like the second guy ever to do something along those lines. Mm, okay. He That's just needed cool. a couple rushing yards or something and he got it, which is ridiculous. Mm. He's a freak show. I'm so happy mm. to see him back in actual 2021 form because he had he was not that last year at all. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. But yeah, I think, I think it should go to... Yeah, the MVP should be... Christian McCaffrey, just, like he has almost fifteen hundred rushing yards, and he has a bunch of receiving yards, and then he has um, fourteen r- rushing touchdowns, and it's like he definitely deserves that. He's overall he has the most, like he's has the most impressive season so far, and if not, he should be offensive player of the year. But I kind of feel like they'll probably give that to Tyreek Hill, the offensive it's- player of the year award, which is which is a bummer. Is Demar Hamlin comeback player of the year lock? I don't think he should be. Like he's he it's has just morally like, the right thing to do. Yeah, kind of. But it's just like, dude, like you haven't done anything. You played like I think two snaps in the game, and it's like, I think Joe Flacco. He should. It's be Joe. Uh, Joe Flacco's everyone's. Ah, uh, bro, he came. He came off the couch and now leading the playoffs. Like he's darting people up. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. It's, 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 what do you think about this dark horse candidate for comeback play of the year? Was Brock Purdy because somebody towards UCL he should be towards UCL. I mean, he in should his be throwing arm. He thought his throwing arm, and now he's a top MVP candidate. Isn't he like, not even in? Is he like considered like that's not even? He's not even in the running for it. Yeah, I don't hear anything about him. But like, if you look at it, he tore his throwing arm, shoulder, his throwing uh, elbow. And then he came back and led had thirty one touchdowns. Could you imagine first round. at yeah. the awards or something? Demar just starts walking up on the stage and it's like Brock Purdy. <laughs> I'd be like, great, dude. Because I was watching the things like Demar Hamlin highlights, and like he act, like he's actually a pretty dirty player. Like I saw some stuff. He does like a few. He like I saw some of his hits, and they're like pretty like um like uh illegal stuff. Like he has a bunch of where he like. He he hurt another guy before he got this whole like heart thing, and he like injured a dude, and then he did like some like late tackles on like people and hit him out of bounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like he, he wasn't he wasn't any saint either, so it's kind of like 
Yeah, it's unfortunate that he'll get it just because he like died on the field and decided to be a practice squad player. So it's like, you know, I think Joe Flacco should get it easily, but it's not going to happen that way. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Joe's absolutely slinging around the ball yard, looking like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's looking easy. Yeah, I, he really reminds me of what Aaron Rodgers would have been on the Jets if he was healthy. But um, so good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We have less than a minute, so I'm going to log off here, but we'll get mm. right back on and get into yes. the 2024 playoff bracket. All right. Sounds good. Okay. We're back. We are. <laughs> okay. I compiled this, and mm. Darsh is going to send his picks, but mm-hmm. here is the 2024 playoffs bracket. And I don't know if you're going to get too many hot takes from us, dude, just because, you know. It's nice to be sitting pretty at the one seed, mm-hmm. but we don't know necessarily who is going to come out of the AFC. I don't mm-hmm. know what Sheridan's going to pick, you know? Yeah. But um, you want to go first? You can have uh, the honors. Okay, sure, sure. We can start on the uh, the AFC side of the bracket, say the best for last. So Yes, the best. Mm-hmm. Well... Not the best division, but the only thing yeah. that truly matters to us. Actually, you know, we'll do AFC side and we'll go we'll go round by round. We'll go back and forth round by round. All right, all right. To make it suspenseful. Okay. So for the wild card weekend with the Texans and the Browns, I'm going to take the Browns just because I think Joe Flacco has his date with destiny against the Baltimore Ravens. And okay. also, I do I love what D'Amico Ryan's and... CJ Stroud have been doing over um, in in over Houston, yonder. but I I just think they're a little bit. Um, I think they're still like a year out from. They need. I think they need a couple more pieces to actually push, push themselves to like a legitimate like playoff candidate team. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'll go through your thing because I don't know where to put these guys yet. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and then yeah, and then the Chiefs and Dolphins. It's a tough one, but I do think the Dolphins are going to knock out the Chiefs wow. in the first round. I just don't think that they – I just don't think the Chiefs are the same this year. It's really apparent that like, their wide receivers are horrible, uh-huh. and I think that will like, hurt Mahomes, and they'll definitely be a good free agent signing this year in Kansas City in the offseason, whether that be, I don't know, like Mike Evans or something, but um, somebody good will come to the – Kansas City Chiefs next uh, this offseason coming up. And I just think something. Michael Daniel, yeah, I think Michael Daniel will flip the script and get it done over a 500 team just because, which is with Tyreek Hill also being back in Kansas City, I think he's going to be really motivated to like play super hard and stuff like that. And I think that'll be mm-hmm. working their favor. Yeah. I like and it. then for, yeah, and then for this last one, it's kind of obvious. I think it's kind of the Buffalo Bills. Just because this the Steelers aren't that good, they've snuck in barely, and also TJ Watt's not playing in the game, so it's like, come on, like that's gonna be a pretty bad. JJ's game gonna to suit watch. up though, dude. Yeah, that's why yeah, JJ Watt. That'd be funny. But no, I think um, the Bills are gonna handle them pretty easily. The, I like it, dude. It mm-hmm. So we've got the freaking Baltimore taking mm-hmm. on the Miami Dolphins, which is a good game. Maybe mm-hmm. Miami revenge game. Maybe, maybe. And then the Browns taking on the two-seat Bills. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go over to the NFC side. The inferior side. But Yeah, that's true. Okay. With the with the the inferior side with the superior team. But yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Yes. And just the bad teams out make it average out bad. All right. So 
the wild card with the Bucks Eagles. I'm going to take the Bucks over the Eagles in this wow. one. I just think the Eagles are an atrocious team this year. Okay, okay. They aren't going to. I'm going to be safe here and say that the Bucks will be playing down here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Then we have the Lions and the Rams. Uh-huh. It's going to be a tough game, but give me the Lions in that one. Okay. I think the Lions will get it done over the Rams. I do think the Rams are a little overrated. Okay, so never the mind team. then. Never mind then. You need to put them back. So we've Not got there. the Niners will be well. Playing the Buccaneers. <laughs> okay, so you can... I think the Rams, their defense really isn't that good. They have Aaron Donald, oh, who's really going? old and washed. Oh my gosh, I can't select it. Oh Dang my it. Uh-oh, gosh. Uh-oh, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, bro. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Okay, we got it. We got there it. There you go. There you go. Lions coming down. Yeah, lines coming down. I think <laughs> I think the Rams is kind of overrated. They have a really good offense. Don't get me wrong, but I think Dan Campbell is a really good coach, and he's yeah. gonna scheme some stuff up. And I think that yeah, the defense for the, for the Rams is just like really not that good. They've Aaron Donald who's old and washed. They have a couple of rookies that are good D linemen, but they do need some pieces in the secondary to like uh, round it out. They don't have that yet. You can't tell me a Keller Witherspoon is going to clamp Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, that's not going to happen, dude. Nick. Is Amon Ross healthy? Didn't they have I think so. get dinged? I think Amon Ross fine. He played last week. I know, but didn't Laporta? Laporta's not playing. Yeah. But they said they're hoping, I think, Laporta would be back in the playoffs at some point if they make it farther. And then with this one, I think the Cowboys are going to get it done in, um, against Green Bay. That one, I do think that's all, honestly one of my toss-up games is the Cowboys and Green Bay just because the Cowboys have been very fraudulent in the playoffs. And that's pick? just kind of like a... Who are you going to pick? What? Who are you going to pick? I said the Cowboys are going to get it done over Green Bay. My bad. Yeah. No, but I, the I, Cowboys really, will. I said that because I really wanted you to um, pick uh, homie. Darsh's team. Oh, the Bears. Yeah, they're <laughs> Packers. Not the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just no, think no. I think they'll get it done. I think I think there's the Cowboys have much more star power than the Packers do, but yeah. I do think the game is going to be a very close one, just because the Cowboys seem to have the lights seem to be too bright for the uh, Cowboys a lot of times in the playoffs. So the so, yeah. Elite Eight, Sheridan. The Elite Eight. So Ravens, Dolphins. I'm gonna pick the Ravens to win this game. Right. I do think it will be close initially, but I think Lamar will get it done. And I think Tua will fall through against a really good defense. Yeah, he'll throw because they played game. last time and they got smoked. Yeah. By the Ravens. And then on the Bills Brown side, I think there's gonna be a lot of change coming to the Buffalo Bills organization this offseason. Because I think the Browns are going to beat them with Joe Flacco oh, to have to have his date with destiny against Lamar Jackson. The AFC North battle. Mm-hmm. Okay, high key. Yeah. What's crazier though, Stafford mm-hmm. versus Goff? I think that the freaking Flacco going to Baltimore would be whacker. Yeah, that would be awesome to see. That would be crazy. And so, yeah, that's who I think. I think I think the Browns have a really good defense, and then I think well, will force uh, Josh Allen to turn the ball over a couple times, probably, and then that'll like 
please sink their team. So, yeah. Love it. Those are my two picks for that team. So, yeah. Back on the NFC side, I think it's safe to say who I'm going to choose. Torch. For Absolutely. Torch. They torch. We, get a, we have a nice little two-week break, a little rested up, because every time the Niners have a, have a nice little buy, they come out swinging and destroy people. Week one, they had their little break. They Dude, smoked the Steelers. Dude, we will drop a 40-piece on the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks ain't it. And then on the below that side, this is a tough game to choose Lions, between Cowboys. Lions Cowboys. But I think the Cowboys will get it done. Oh, let's actually wait. Hold on a second. I totally forgot this is like that one game that came down to the wire. I'm going to take the Lions in this one, actually. I totally forgot the that they just had. Yeah, I just totally forgot about that whole storyline. Also, yeah. I feel like Lions fans will travel well, and it's a yeah. similar environment. It's just mm-hmm. like playing at home, basically. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, it's like an indoor stadium, I think. So it'll be fine. But yeah, I totally forgot that they just had just recently played, and they had that whole like robbing of the Lions. I think they'll be fired up, ready to go against the Cowboys. Yeah. So that leads us with the Niners and the Lions and the Ravens and the Browns. So this game is tough for me to choose between because they both have really good defenses, the Ravens and the Browns. Mm-hmm. But they all one side has Lamar, the other side has, um, and also they have Dalvin Cook now too, which is that's a pretty good pickup for them. But um, this is, you know, I really, I really, really want to pick the Browns so badly, but I just, I just, I don't think I can pick like pick against Lamar Jackson though. Like that's, that's my thing, and like that Ravens team is really, really the good. Going against league script, Sheridan. Yeah, I know, I know. You so I gotta get the. Got the, I got to get the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Again, yeah. They wow. beat they, they handle the Browns defense and they go on to win. And then on the flip side, I think it's pretty obvious. I think the Bang Bang Niner gang's going to beat the Lions. I think it'll be close early on, but then the Niners will pull ahead and the defense will get a couple stops on the Lions. They'll get some turnovers on Jared Goff. Okay, Sheridan. Ho- yeah, hope like Prime Sam Donald seen ghosts out there and then we'll get the win. Now that we are here at this moment, yeah, we have to become professional, unbiased reporters. Yes, that's true. And I need a breakdown, unbiased breakdown of what you think is going to happen, reasons why each team have a chance, and reasons uh-huh. why each team may falter. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. That's perfectly fair. I I think reasons for the Ravens to win. They obviously they already had done that before. They did it. That's kind of a pretty obvious one. Like I'm sorry, like that. That's pretty easy that's to fair, pretty dude. pretty easy to guess. They already they already did. Fair. They already did. They already did smoke the Niners, and the, it was just a two score game. But like <laughs> it felt like a blowout of like five scores. So it was kind of sad. But so they had done that. Also Lamar Jackson. It's really hard to contain him. It's almost borderline impossible to do that. So um, he's the best player in the league. He's some would MVP. say it is impossible to contain him. And so some would say, some would say only I think one guy, at least one guy that can at least one would say that. Also, I think it yeah. Yeah, so I think it'd be very impossible <laughs> to contain. So I was I was gonna say a reason why they would falter, but I wasn't done talking about the reason that they would succeed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the Ravens defense also will do a big part because if the Niners come to the game with the same approach they did last year or last uh, on Christmas. I think they could handle the um, the Ravens could handle the Niners um, offense pretty easily because that drop pack passing game wasn't really working against the number one passing defense. And also 
reason they could succeed, mm-hmm. number one passing defense in the NFL, which is kind of a very important thing. And so, and also if Kyle Hamilton's healthy, I think he should. He sat out last game, but I think he's. It's not like a serious injury. Everybody sat had. out last game, though, right? No, I know, I know, but he got hurt in the Niner game. Yeah, and I think, I think it wasn't that serious. It looked bad, but apparently, I guess it wasn't. But so I think, I think he'll that be back. day he was like smiling and chilling on the bench. So yeah, yeah, because it wasn't it like a non-contact thing, but then he like, I don't know, or it was like something that didn't seem like it was very like it wasn't like on some other player that got him hurt. I thought it was like kind of something he did, but then it seemed like it was okay. Yeah. So that was cool. So yeah, I think those are like, but reasons they could falter is that like if the Niners defense comes with a better approach of keeping Lamar in the pocket, making him pass, it seemed to me that. Who would we do that well would, to? Jalen. What? It was Jalen. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Lamar is much faster than Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jalen Hurts. But I do think that if you keep him in the pocket and force him to throw the ball, it was, Apparent he was there were some throws that were like really bad or balls that were like he forced into windows that could have been picked off by the Niners that bounced one way like the Ravens got against the Niners they got well, balls that bounced right in their hands so like I feel like to piggyback off that is literally we got Jalen to scramble out mm-hmm. side of the pocket he extended plays getting it to AJ and Devonte mm-hmm. the Ravens don't have that. So mm-hmm. literally, we just can't let that man cross the line of scrimmage and mm-hmm. make him try to force passes to freaking OBJ and Zay Flowers, mm-hmm. which is not too daunting to me, those two mm-hmm. names. So like, yeah. as long as he's not freaking running wild, and I think that the Niners defense did a fantastic job against the Ravens, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, no, I think we were holding them to field goals, doing fine. Yeah, well, yeah, I think, I think they did a pretty good job for the most part against them, but they did let Lamar get out of the pocket and run a few times. That kind of broke the you know, broke their but back. But that was after that, that Kittle pick, though, right? that, that forced pass. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that if the Niners were able to actually, you know, be like compete in that game, it would have been a different story with the defense because yeah. the defense was like always out there. That kind of tired them out. But I do, because of the first few drives, they did actually hold the Ravens pretty well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was only 13 to 12 after like three picks been thrown in that game. So right. that was good. But yeah, so yeah, that's the reason they could fall through. So the Niners come out with a good game like that. And also, on the flip side, on the defensive side for the Ravens, if the Niners can come out with a different script, like the normal script they usually do of running the football and, you know, making sure they, um, like, just rely on McCaffrey and then also piggybacking off that with the play-action game, then that mm-hmm. allows for them to, um, the receivers to get wide open. And also scheming up quick throws for Brock Purdy and not long-developing ones, so that allows Dude. the pass rush to get home. Especially with a dinged O-line. We can't be doing that with the Jadavian yeah. Clowney. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, and also, also my final thing that could help hurt the Ravens is if they think, "Oh, we beat them this first time. We don't have to change anything." And like the Niners will just keep the same game plan. Like it's apparent that that wasn't the not normal game plan of the 49ers to play like that. They how they did on Christmas play Eve. himself either. Yeah, and so if they just come to the mindset, it's going to be easy game because they already did destroy the um the the 49ers before. I think. The Niners, the Ravens could lose that game just buying, being with their own pride and thinking it's going to be cakewalk. So, yeah, that's that's the Ravens side of it. And the Niners' positives is kind of also pretty apparent is they just changed the game plan from Christmas mm-hmm. to one that's the normal game plan for the 49ers that they usually run, which is the play action and running attack, which sets up easy throws for everybody. But 
last week, time is the Christmas on Christmas game. They did not do that, and that made Brock try to throw a lot of balls that were forced and also not um, normal things that he would do. And when they fell behind, and also if the Niners can stay ahead in the game, that's usually a very good recipe for success for the 49ers. Just continuing having the lead and just like they don't, there's no pressure on Brock to try to like force things to like make the uh, have force them to like come back in games and stuff like that. So I think if they just switch the game plan up, it'll work out well. And then on the defensive side, like kind of a thing that detracted from the Ravens that I mentioned earlier was that like keeping Lamar in the pocket and making him throw the ball. That seemed to have a little bit of issue for him and also making sure he doesn't cross the line of scrimmage and scramble because that's insane. So he can like, he juked so many people out when he was running the football. Like he broke Jair Brown. He got him hurt actually from crossing him up. And then he, yeah, then he got Fred Warner and it's just like really hard to take him down because he's so quick and so, um, agile and so uh but yeah if they can keep him in the pocket or at least behind the line of scrimmage i think there's a lot of success that can be had because zay flowers and um odo beckham and devin duvernay aren't that great isaiah likely is really good but i think if they can contain lamar i think they could contain the offense of the ravens so is it safe to say that but what were you gonna say my bad oh no i still have to do the detractions still from the so for the Niners, the detractions for them is keeping the same game plan as a Christmas game, thinking, oh, it's just a fluke with all those Brock's picks. That sure a couple of them were fluky, but that were that was not gonna they weren't gonna win that game plan the way they did. So if they can um if they keep the same game plan on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, then I think they could easily just get blown out again and it would be bad for Kyle Shanahan. But if they can sh- learn from their mistakes and change, I think they can easily beat the Ravens. I think I think it'll be a close game, but they could beat them, and um, Brock could be play very well as long as they just keep within what they do usually. So yeah. Would you say it'll come down to a Jake Moody field goal? If it does, <laughs> if it does, I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. I'll be my face in like a pillar or something. Just it in. praying. Is it yeah. safe to say the Ravens have the kicking advantage? I think that would be safe to say because you know Hall of Fame best kicker ever, Justin Tucker versus. You know, Mister gets scared out there. Jake Moody, I think that's kind of yeah. I say to say Does they he have get scared because it seems like he's pretty even keel throughout. Yeah, I don't know. I think he just overthinks a lot of things, and it's like I dude, personally kick think the his, field. his his legs too strong to contain it. But it's he always kicks it <laughs> the right side though. It's like why dude? just kick a normal field goal up the middle? I know when he like misses, it seems like he overcorrects, and then he like misses the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah, it is. But, but I need a my, score. My score? I'm going to say it's a it goes 35-32. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. But I do think Brock Purdy and the 49ers get it done this time around. Okay. And Sheridan. Yeah. What does this do for Brock's legacy? I think it cements him as a top quarterback in the NFL. And it makes it with me. uh I feel like he will get love obviously for this, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like guys like, um, Nick, right. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. You're always going to be like, we need to see more. We need. Oh no. Yeah. Without a doubt. I I, I do think it'll cement in many people's eyes that he's like a top quarterback. But I do still think definitely people out there that would be like, oh, he's just a game manager. It's all the talent he has around him. Yeah. But look at Mahomes. Like, 
without the talent he had before, he's like not doing that good anymore. No, that's like he needs help, and so every quarterback needs help. And like Lamar didn't have any wide receivers the first few years of his um, career, and then now he does, and they're like the first seed, and it's like yeah. good for them. What was your score again? Um, a thirty-five, thirty-two. Thirty-five, yeah. To thirty-two. That's a weird ass score, Sheridan. Yeah, I know. I think it's gonna be high scoring. So, yeah. Thirty-five, thirty-two, baby. Mm-hmm. Gonna come down to a freaking Jake Moody field goal. Yeah, to win it, dude. And then that'd be that. That would be the craziest way for the night. The game then it's tied 32-32. Brock leads him down to the thirty-five yard line. Jake Moody hits a like a fifty yarder to win it. That'd be insane, dude. Why that can't be... things just be easy? Why can't we just blow their ass out, dude? I th- I think we could easily blow out the NFC opponents. Yeah, the Bucks. Are you kidding me? Yeah, J- Blake Mayfield is gonna be scared from Nick Bosa chasing after him. Nick and Chase Young will be hunting him down. Yeah, and then and the Lions. I think the Lions. We could blow the Lions out, but dude, I I absolutely love this bracket. Honestly, yeah, no, I think I it's love a that pretty Lions. Good- Cowboys, that's gonna do fifty thousand hundred million view uh, views, bro. Yeah, like that could honestly be the Lions. Cowboys could honestly rate higher than the Niners. Bucks, without a oh, doubt. without a doubt, dude. That's actually that could be actually like a cool game to see. I think the Bucks and Niners could be a kind of dude. Goodell's gonna be absolutely losing his marbles if the Cowboys Lions happens. That's massive, mm-hmm. yeah. especially in the first round. You already have a built-in one with. The Lions, Rams. What's the odds of that happening, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. There's a bunch of good wild card games, like the Lions, Rams, with the two Goff and Stafford, and then um, the history with the Cowboys and Packers, like the you know the whole did he catch it stuff, and also Dak losing his first game to the Bucks or the Packers. I think that's a very cool game to see. I just and, love mm-hmm. the unknowingness of it all. Mm-hmm. I just, Anybody I just, yeah, I just think the biggest. Biggest, the easiest choice is has to be Ravens versus Browns at some point throughout the playoffs. Whether not, whether it's the NFC Championship game or works out in the divisional round that they play each other, yeah, like it, I think it has to happen. I like it. I'm. Yeah. I I think yours is a great. This is the traditional. Like this is how it, it should be. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm gonna shake it up. We'll shake uh-huh. it up here. Okay, all underdogs every single game. <laughs> all right, bro. Yeah, bro. Okay, let's see it. Let's go AFC side, all right? Uh-huh. I need I need input on this. We'll do this one as a collaborative effort to like and then Okay. We'll... Dude. When I'm thinking about it, bro. Sheridan. It can't be no the Steelers. No way, bro. Not it a can't... chance. There's zero, zero, zero chance. chance the Steelers beat Buffalo. Yes. You think? Yeah. With Dude, Josh Mason, Allen Mason on any given Rudolph. day throwing three picks. But you think Mason Rudolph is going to lead them to a win in the <laughs> Dude, playoffs? All I'm saying is And no TJ Watt. And no TJ Watt. Yeah, I know. But is weather going to be a factor? Think not. But it'll be at the Bills' home field, dude. Exactly. Like, this is a team that doesn't care about a factor like that, such as Miami or something like that. Or Houston. Like, this is an AFC North squad going to AFC East. Like, these are hard nosed. This is a Mike Tomlin coach football team, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, okay. 
I'll be a realist here and I'll say the Bills squeak out a 16-13 game. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout, if, but if you're looking you know. at this like the Bills, like they're great. I, I I had faith that they'd make the playoffs, but the fact that like they were on the brink of not even making the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think it's it's dicey. But I I can see a world in which the Steelers. I, there's weirder things that have happened, Jordan. No, that's for sure. That's very true. But yeah, I'm gonna say Patricia finds a way. Uh-huh. I think Patricia Mahomes finds a way. Yeah. And he'll be going uh, mm. to Buffalo and getting that dub. Yeah, that's fair. I I don't really have much faith in my uh, Chiefs Dolphins pick, but my that bracket. So I think I could go either way with that game. Let's. Everybody wants it, dude. Everybody wants it. Mm-hmm. But it's not gonna happen, is it? But it's not gonna happen because D'Amico Ryan's is taking this team, and yeah. he's going to win multiple Super Bowls at some point with his boy. Yeah. CJ yeah. Stroud, who pronounces Michael Penix, Michael Penix. Yeah, yeah. The, right. the the funny thing in this whole this whole bracket this year, it's like there's no game in the wild card round that's like a surefire. No, nope. like like the closest one I feel like is the Bills and Steelers. But then also you can see the Bills is like you know meltdown. It's like the Bills know. weren't doing anything versus the Dolphins until that punt return. Yeah, and then they could, they they could easily just melt down, and then it's like well. Bro, their yeah. one touchdown was a tip pass that a guy had a toe tap in the yeah, back. Yeah, smack of the, the dude's helmet. That <laughs> was funny. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Going over to the wild card side. I think it's the Bucks haven't could definitely win, mm-hmm. but I think that it's just inevitable that the Philadelphia Eagles uh-huh. win. So I'll make a copy of them now. We don't know what's gonna happen yet, though. All right, then we mm-hmm. got the Rams and the Lions. Yeah, okay. Matthew Stafford is going in there, and he's asserting his dominance over okay. Motown. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike McCarthy's going against his former team, mm-hmm. and I think Jordan Love is the upset man. Of the playoffs. We always see this happening. Like uh-huh. like the Vikings, didn't they beat the Saints one year or something yeah. like that or whatever? Yeah, like, they did. I think this is what's going to happen. I think that the Green Bay Packers, we're going to get a Matt LaFleur versus San Francisco 49er matchup, which is more than ideal. Like, like the fifth time in a row. Yeah. This <laughs> is more than ideal. And then we have a absolutely brutal Rams Versus Eagles, yeah. Okay. I feel like this case, I feel like this case, the Rams will smoke the Eagles, probably. Dude, isn't it crazy how we have a Matt Lafleur tree all in the divisional round, pretty much, besides Nick Sirianni? Uh huh. Like you mean, a, you mean a, it's a it's a Kyle Shanahan tree right here, dude. Exactly. And then we got like D'Amico over there. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere, bro. Okay, mm. going back to the divisional round of the AFC. We have the one seed Ravens going against the four seed Titans. The four seed Texans. Texans. Well, Will Levis, rookie of the year, baby. Uh-huh. I think. Who is your rookie of the year, by the way? A rookie of the year? I think it has to be CJ Stroud, probably, or Puka Nakua. Okay. So, yeah, CJ Stroud, right on cue. Dude, yeah. what if they trotted in there and caught the Ravens napping? That'd be insane. It hardly happened one time when the Ravens were the number one seed. The Titans came in and like smoked them. 
you see, I don't know what to think about the Texans because sometimes they'll drop a 35 piece and then sometimes they'll score like nine points. I know. Sometimes CJ Strauss is dotting people up and it's like easy for them, but yeah. Dude, I'm going to, just for the sake of God, like uh-huh. I, just, I need this to happen. I would love to not play the Ravens again. No, I, I would too. I would absolutely adore not playing the Ravens again. So we have the Texans going in to Baltimore and mm-hmm. upsetting them. Then obviously Patrick Mahomes, no matter what happens, dude, yeah. homie owns. Finds a way. He finds an absolute way. He wills his team to victory. So we have the Texans and the Chiefs in the AFC conference title. Then we have the San Francisco 49ers dropping 75 points on the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Like that. The only thing that concerns me is like if we're like looking at it, the mm-hmm. familiarity of coaches is the one thing that kind of sucks a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? Just because like it always scares me when the mm-hmm. floor or McVeigh plays because they're like, I know how Kyle wants to go about this. Mm-hmm. And so even though if the rosters might not be as equal, I don't know. I think the mm-hmm. Packers could make it close for a little bit, but at the end of the day, Jay Love's going to throw some picks to Fred Warner or something like that. Mm-hmm. And our secondary is going to end up winning that game for us. And Debo's going to be Debo. I think that mm-hmm. we're going to have a pretty easy game there against Green Bay. Okay. Eagles, Rams. I could see yeah. like a shootout here. That could be true. But is AJ Brown out for the season though? That will be a game changer. Because if he is, then it's like you're done, dude. Like, is he? Oh, they said that he's hopeful to have him back for um, the Tampa okay. game. But so I don't AJ know. Brown, he should be healthy. With that in mind, we are picking the Eagles to come to Santa Clara mm. and make things right. Okay, dude. Okay, uh-huh. this would scare me, bro. Oh yeah, Eagles not trying to scare me. Yeah, that'd be bad. Just because of how we beat them the first time, but we'll go mm. back over the AFC side. We have the Texans and Chiefs, dude. The Texans, they have, they have what it takes to beat the Chiefs, no doubt in my mind. Anybody can beat the Chiefs, but yeah. like I said, who do the Chiefs have, Sheridan? Yeah, Patty Mahomes. They have number fifteen on their Patricia. team, Patricia. And I think that it's only right that we go against the man that crushed our dreams back in 2019 at Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. Okay. We have the Kansas City Chiefs getting past the Texans via last second something, last second magic. It'll that'll be like a 27-24 kind of game, bro. Okay. Then oh boy, how I would love to just crush the Eagles dreams here. Mm-hmm. I could feel maybe like a a 31-23 kind of game. A little closer, okay. but it's more like we had 31 and they had 16 and they scored at the end to make it a little okay. bit tighter or something. I think that we handle the Eagles with relative mm. ease at home. Okay. Dude. And then we get to the main juice Las uh, Vegas, Super Bowl 58, Raider Stadium. Okay. I think that the bad luck that, that Patrick has against the Raiders for some weird reason is going to rub off in this game. And I think that Brock Purdy absolutely dismantles the Kansas City Chiefs and we win 38 
to 20. 30 to 20. I like that score. And we absolutely shred my arch rival, my arch nemesis, and we get that sixth. Oh my God. We get that sixth Lombardi trophy back Uh into the bay. And Brock Purdy solidifies himself as an NFL Hall of Famer. Uh And the fact that he was taken last overall in the 2022 draft. Uh Yeah. So this is my bracket. I think it's a little bit more dicey than Sheridan's. Sheridan's looks clean and crisp. A lot of high viewership numbers on Sheridan's Uh bracket. But, bro. I would love to see a new team like the Texans get in there. Get yeah, that'd be get cool. The job the te- done. Yeah, it would be yeah. fun too for the Texans to beat Deshaun Watson, have him sitting on the sideline. You know, mm-hmm. that'd be, be funny. That'd be good. All I care about at the end of the day is that our boys get to the end. Mm-hmm. And playing the Packers and the Eagles seems like a freaking easy way to get there. Yeah, that's true. It does. Eagles are a happen. shell of themselves, and the Packers. Mm-hmm. One thing that they did want to talk about, Darsh, is like whatever, what Packers team's going to show up? Because the couple games I watched, dude, their pass rush was really crazy. Mm-hmm. But then as of late, I feel like they're not that crazy of a team. So I don't know what to think, but it'd be so nice to play the Packers. Mm-hmm. NFL would be kicking themselves, though, if the if the Cowboys get balanced in the first round. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Bounced. Bounced. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Who's yeah. your... um? Who's your like sleeper MVP for the Niners? Somebody that hasn't really done much for us this year that is going to come absolute for the like Super Bowl or just like throughout the postseason? Oh, the postseason, somebody that hasn't come in. That's a good question. Huh. This is Sheridan's again for reference. Mm-hmm. This is looking good. Very huh. good. Helen's going to fail. This after, is like, tough. A couple wild guard games. Yeah. I'm going to say. I'm gonna say Diamondol and Orr. Mm, that's a gets, good one, bro. Get some crazy defensive turnovers and picks or fumbles, or whatever. He did some crazy things on defense. He always like, seems to get opportunistic turnovers, bro. Yeah, he because yeah, if you think about it, he's had a bunch of games where like either he's picked the ball off and it's got penalty penalized and he like has it doesn't count, or he's like had balls that are dropped that are, like right in his hands. Mm-hmm. It's like if he just like if things go the other way, he could easily just like. Had had like four or five more picks, so yeah, I think he could definitely be a sleeper uh, candidate for the uh, MVP if he just like has some crazy plays. But um, so I think like yeah, like Fred and Dre. I mean Dre could maybe too, but I mean like Fred's like obvious, and like Nick Bosa, they're all very obvious candidates for being an MVP. I don't know, may- maybe like Brandon Ayuk on the offensive side if he has like takes over a couple games. Who's your special teams MVP? Wait, Mitch Wisnowski gets a nice, <laughs> yeah, a nice little. That dude absolutely pins it back. Yeah, or he gets does a little fake again. He's a nice little thirty yarder. Yeah, yeah. My... The special teams MVP for the other team would be Ronnie Bell catching some punts, dude. That... Dude, on Haberman and Middlecoff, they like as somebody said, does he does he give you Kyle Williams vibes? I was like, bro, that's literally what I said, but like, mm-hmm. I think. They, I think that Kyle Williams is better than I mean that Ronnie has more talent than Kyle Williams mm-hmm. just because like 
that touchdown he had was pretty sweet. Like he wrapped yeah. around the defender and caught that ball. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was a good he's thing. got a good upside. But yeah, he's yeah. definitely he's definitely better as like a receiver, I think, than yeah. Todd Williams ever was. So Ray 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 Ray's a joy to have back. Yeah, but he doesn't like get that far. He seems to like fall over a bunch. I don't get that. No, I'm just talking about securing. Pops. Oh no, no, securing the ball. He's definitely much better than Ronnie. But like yeah. when he's returning, it seems like he catches it and he like gets like five yards and slips. And it's like, wow, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my Niner MVP, Chase Young. Mm, I could be he could he could turn it on finally. I think the bad boy's gonna turn it on and become monster because we need him to be a monster we need to get to every single quarterback that we're facing none of them can feel comfortable because i do not want to watch a freaking random quarterback do a Kirk cousins master class on us in the Mm -hmm. playoffs like that would just be so annoying and but Mm -hmm. like i think that the biggest thing like you said is we got to get picks because if we Mm -hmm. end up playing a team like the rams matthew stafford is playing some of the best football of his entire life with two really good wide receivers bro and Mm -hmm. a really good running back in the only way that it seems like we're going to be able to get them off the field, because I can't see us consistently getting them off the field on third down. For some reason, teams just absolutely torch us on third down. So we're going to have to get picks that just sway, swing the momentum of the game. That's what we did in the first time we played them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, very true. Yes, sir. This is it. This is it. And I swear to God, if um, the Packers upset the Cowboys, I'm going to be a very happy man, bro. Yeah, that'll be funny. Who are you cheering for most? Um, this plan. I I I want. I don't know. It's tough because I really want to see like the Browns, the Browns and the Texans both win their game. I think it'd be both really cool if one of them did, but they're playing each other. So that's kind of tough to do. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I'll be happy with either choice, but I do kind of want to see the Browns play the Ravens at some I point. Agree. That's kind of one of my main things. I do. I do want to see the Eagles get bounced first rounds. So maybe the Bucks on the NFC side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't tell whether I want like the Dolphins to do really well or not, though. Yeah, like, I, I think the, the I think the, the Niners could easily smoke the Dolphins just because yeah. Tua like we saw Tua got like scared and couldn't handle the Niners' pass rush. It was uh, honestly a worse pass rush last year than it is now. Yeah. All the talent they have, so yeah. All right, man. Well, right. we did it. We, we did made it. it here, and thank God we're the one seed because. Mm-hmm. If we weren't, that road looks a little bit more dicey. Yeah. Yeah. We did it with uh, 90 seconds remaining. Let's go. All right. Perfect. All right. Bye. I'll see you. See you, Kellen.